0: This is the Kitzer of Sikha Bays of Parshas Vayetze in Helik Yud, page ninety-two. The says, "Vatar le vatikrish ki So, in the Pasik it gives a pretty clear reason for the name Reuben, Atayavani Ishi. Nevertheless, Rashi brings from the Gemara, Seinu Pirshu Omru Ruuma Omra Ruuma Ben Benilu Ben Leia said, look at the difference between my son Reuben and Esau. She mocha b'chayre le Yaakov, sold his b'chayre, v'zu machre le Yosef, he didn't sell his b'chayre, v'le yirid olav, and when it was taken away from him, he didn't protest about it, v'le yirid olav, v'le shubikash leisim abay, not only didn't he protest, he's the one that wanted to save Yosef from the pit. So the question here is, why would Rashi bring a pshat different than what it says in the Pasuk? It's very clear in the Pasuk what the name is about. That the Abish saw the affliction of Leia and now Yavani Ishi. So, why is Ash bringing a totally different shot than what it says in the Pusik? And the Rebbe says we can't say what Mepharshim say, that maybe it's uh, coming to explain the second half of the name, the Bez and the Nun, which is not hinted in the uh, Raw Ru'u. The Rabbi says it doesn't work that way. When it comes to a name, it uh, doesn't have to be exact. And besides that, we can say that Bonyi, the Bez and the Nun, is hinted in the name Ruven. So what is Rashi doing here? Why is Rashi bringing a whole new pshat? Besides that, if you look into the details of the pshat that Rashi brings, the name over here, according to this pshat, is based on a distant future that lay saw Benavua, and it also actually has L'Chaira, something negative in it about Reuven, that the pshat was eventually taken away from him and given to Yosef. Why does Rashi bring a different quality, a greatness that we find by Reuven, and to distinguish between him and Esau? Esau would take Menach Gezel, and Reuven doesn't. Not only that, the way Rashi quotes this Gemara about the greatness of Reuven, is different than actually what it says in the Gemara itself. The Gemara focuses on the fact that by Esau and Yaakov, so he gave away his b'chayra, and when there was hatred, there was jealousy between Yaakov and Esau. He Esau wanted to kill Yaakov afterwards. Shanken by Yasef and Reuven, the b'chayra was taken away from Reuven, and there was no jealousy whatsoever. That's what the Gemara focuses on, whether there was hatred or jealousy or not. Rashi does not focus on that. Rashi says the very fact that Reuben did not give away his b'chayra and Esau did, that's the difference. That's the my love Reuben. Why does Rashi change it? Okay, so the Rebbe here explains that really Rashi is not coming to bring a new and different shot than what it says in the Pesach. Rashi is really coming to clarify what it says in the Pesach, the reason of the name is. And the point is, Leah is saying with a certainty, Ato Yehavani Ishi. Here, from now going forward, she's certain that Yavani Ishii, her husband, will love her. question is, how, should, how could she be so certain? It's not like in a regular case of a marriage where you have a husband and a wife, and then the birth of a child brings them closer. Over here, you're talking about Leah, which the Pesach says was a snua, because Reuven, sorry, Yaakov, originally wanted to marry Rochel. So the fact that now she gives birth to Reuven, is that enough of a reason that she could be certain that Yavani Ishii? that it should change from one extreme to another, from Snu'a to yavani Ishi. Eventually, Rocha will also give birth to a child. And that was the main wife that he wanted to give uh, birth to children of. Besides that, this child that's going to be born, how do you know what's going to happen in the future? How does she know that in the future, this child won't be a source of agony, of friction, because the child won't go on a good path, just like it was in the case with Esau and Yishmael, that they didn't follow in the path of their father? So how does she know what's going to be over here with this child? How could she say with such a certainty, Atta, now that this child is born, Yavani Ishi, my, 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 uh, my husband uh, loves me. So the Rebbe explains, therefore Rashi brings and says that this child that was born is not Stama child that was born, but this child, she knew and saw Benavueh, that this child is, has a greatness to him, that uh, the difference between this child that's born and Esau, he's not like an Esau, he's born and he's going to go on the right path, and he's going to embrace the Bechayra. In other words, the fact that he's born the firstborn son, which is the source of the Yavani Ishi, that she's the one that gave birth to the firstborn son. This child himself will embrace and cherish and love that Bechayra that he has. He won't be ready to give it up. So therefore Rashi brings specifically this maila about Reuven, the fact that he's not ready to give up his Bukhayra. Rashi doesn't just bring any maila Any other Mila that, or similar to what it says in the Gemara, about the fact that there was no jealousy, or mentioned before the fact that Reuven doesn't steal, where Esau does, Rashi's not looking just for any Mila. Rashi wants to point out the Hemshech to the Pasik, that Leah gave birth to the firstborn son, and therefore Yavani Ishi, and this firstborn son is actually cherishing, and it's precious to him, this identity that he has as being that firstborn son. That's what Rashi's trying to point out over here. So, therefore, when you look into the words of Rashi, Rashi says, Rabbi Seinu Rashi is making it clear, don't think I'm bringing you a pshat over here from the Gemara that's different than what it says in the Pusik. This pshat in the Gemara clarifies what it says in the Pusik, Atta Ishi. That by the birth of this child, Leah was so sure that from here going forward, Yaakov will Yavani Ishi. The reason is, as Chazal tells us, because she saw who this son that's being born here, who he is the greatness that he is. And Rashi points out even more that even after the Bechayra was taken away from him, he still did not protest. So this shows that the tremendous Balmila that Reuven was. So we can understand why Leah was so certain that there's going to be a big change from one extreme to another that even though before she was the Snua and Rachel was the main wife, nevertheless, now because she gave birth to a son that's such a big Balmila that Atto Yavani Ishi. Then in the Yeinashop Teireh, the Rebbe points out that you are looking over here at the name of Ruvin, so let's take a, a broader look at the names of all the Shvatim. We find the names of the Shvatim in the Tata, and they're different than the names of the Ovis. In two points, the names of the Ovis were given by the Yebishter, or by the father. Mashenkin. the names of the Shvatim, the Posick says the Imois are the one that gave the, gave the name. Not only that, the Posick spells out the reason for each one of the names, the Pshat of the name. It doesn't say that by any of the Ovis. So, the difference is there's a difference between the names of the Avis and, na- and the names of the uh, Shvatim. A name B'chlal is about bringing down the Nishamit to the Guf. It draws down the energy of the Nishamit to connect to the Guf. But there are two levels to this. There's the Avis. The Avis is the Klawless Achayas, the general highest that comes down from the Nishamit to the Guf, that's equal by all human beings. But then there's the specific individual Chayis that comes down to each individual person, formulated according to his in a goph that the neshama comes down to, then there's the specific name that he has. That's the difference between the Avas and the Mois As we find, the Gemara says, l'shloisha, that the Oves, the Aved of the Avas, is Shayach to all Yidin. Because this is an Atzmi Yizdig Aved, this is a deeper level of Aved that doesn't relate to any details, but it's an Aved that's Shayach to every single Yid. The Aved of the Shvatim, which is a level lower, the next generation, is once it's developed, uh, the highest of the neshama is developed further to come down and to relate to specific details and levels of each one of the Shvatim. It's divided into 12 different categories. So therefore, this is also reflected in the difference of their names when it comes to the Ava'is. So those are names that are given Mul-Maila, from the Ebishter, or maybe from uh, the Ava'is. When it comes to the names that the Shvatim are given, over here, the Torah spells out the reason for the name, because these names represent the Ava'ida coming down into specific details, developed according to a specific reason that relates only to this Shavit, Therefore, the posse gives the reasons for the Shavit, And who's the one that gives the names? The Imois are the one that gives the names. The difference between the relationship of a father and a mother to the birth of a child is, the father is the Sheyresh, the Etzan, the Nukhuda, comes from the father the details, the development of all the limbs of the body of the child happens in the womb of the mother in nine months. The the expression and the revelation and the full development of the child is through the mother. So the Shvatim, which represents bringing down the Aveda of the Ovis into the next generation, bringing it down into the specific details that's divided into the 12 Shvatim, who's the one that reveals and gives that name, draws down that energy? The Imois, the Imois, which are the source to the Hischalkas, to the division of the 12 Shvatim. So therefore, the Rebbe says, when Rashi here comes and says that besides what it says clearly in the pasik, that the reason for the name Reuven is there's also something else that this relates to Reuven himself. Because what it says in the pasuk, and not only regarding Reuben, but regarding all the shvatim, the names that the imayis gave would seem to only relate to the experience of the imayis themselves, ra and the same thing by Shimon, shama kisnuah noichi. But the names also have to relate to the Avedah of the Shvatim themselves. As we're explaining here that the names represent the Hischalkos and the specific levels of the Avaida of the Shvatim. How do you see that reflected in their name? So therefore Rashi says that Chazal add and explain that this union of Reuven is not only explaining the experience of, Ru- of Leia herself, but it also relates to Reuven himself, that he cherished the fact that he was a Bechayr and the great mild that he, Reuven himself, had. That's where Rashi brings this union here. The Rebbe concludes and connects this also to the Mittler Rebbe, which is Yardzeit and is uh, Imeledes, is also on Tes Kislev, which falls out in the time of Parashas that the Mittler Rebbe, as opposed to the Alta Rebbe, the Alta Rebbe was Chachma. The Alter Rebbe was the new opening, the new gili of Teres Achsidis and Chassidus Chabad. Whereas the Mittler Rebbe brought it down from Chochmeh to Bina, into the details and explained and elaborated on everything, and the Afatsa Samayonis of the Mittler Rebbe, the had brought down and he spread Chassidus to such a great extent and brought it down into the details. That's related specifically to the aveda of the Shvatim, the birth of the Shvatim that it speaks about in this week's Parsha, that it shouldn't remain on the level of chachma, should come down into the details, and like the Mittler Rebbe himself desired, that when two young meet each other, what should their conversation be about? It should be about arachanatik, and that's the true fulfillment of Afat HaSamayanas Chutzah, and through this we will be zeich the Kod of Mamash, to the coming of Mashiach.